Hi and welcome to the Corporate Life Podcast. My name is Hina Siddiqui and I loved and hated my corporate jobs for years. This podcast is going to empower you to go high on your career without losing yourself. I invite you to join me each week as you will hear real cool stories of the real cool corporate people doing real things in the corporate world and their experiences and advice can change your story too. Hi, this is Hina Siddiqui and you're listening to the Corporate Life Podcast. Today we have a special guest who has mastered the art of wealth creation through franchises. He's none other than Greg Moore, a Wall Street Journal best-selling author of the book Real Freedom and a seasoned entrepreneur with a diverse portfolio, ranging from managing restaurants to owning successful franchises. With his expertise, Greg has guided countless individuals to invest wisely in franchises and unlock the door to prosperity. Today, we are going to delve into the realm of franchises, understanding why they are worth considering and how they can pave the way for an abundant life. Greg will shed light on the differences between starting a business from scratch and capitalizing on existing and reputable franchises, eliminating the need to build credibility from the ground up. We will also explore the various types of franchises going beyond the traditional notion of restaurants that often comes to mind. So as a corporate professional, if you are seeking to invest your limited time and resources wisely to escape the rat race, get ready to be inspired and enlightened. Let's begin chatting with Greg Moore. Hi, Greg. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Hina. I appreciate it. It's so good to have you. Money gives us power. Money gives a lot of choices, freedom. And in today's world, people are getting more and more aware of this fact that money is a good thing to make. So this is the first time we are going to discuss this topic of franchise. It's something that can give power to corporate people. And uh, this is something that we have never thought of like if I talk about me I'd never thought of this uh, franchise thing to invest into in my entire lifetime so it's going to be a new experience for me so before I start talking to you about this topic uh, could you please tell a bit about your background what led you here what inspired you to get into this field of franchise well it all started actually right back out of high school and in high school I got my first taste of franchising I'd actually worked for a master franchiser for Taco Bell, and I ran a lot of her restaurants around the Sacramento, California area. At the time, I didn't know anything about franchising. I didn't even realize I was working for a master franchiser. She had about 50 different uh, Taco Bell franchises. I always enjoyed going there. I helped her build her restaurants up. Uh, it was great to go into any one that I did uh, go into, and it was the same procedure, same processes uh, over and over again, no matter which one you went into. It was really a lot of fun to work for that. So then I got into more of restaurant management. I became an engineer for a while, microelectronic circuit engineer, and got a bachelor's degree in that, engineering and physics, and then got a master's degree in business. And while I was getting my master's degree in business, I was reading Robert Kiyosaki's books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then I started realizing that there's something more out there than just, you know, working seven to five every day, you know, Monday through Friday, long hours, uh, lots of work going into the office. And I was getting kind of tired of the corporate world. So I said there, you know, Robert Kiyosaki says there's better things out there if you want to make money, if you want to get the freedom that you want to do things that you want to do when you want to do them. So I thought, you know, I got to go out there and I've got to get into a business for myself. Uh, but I didn't have the latest, greatest idea. So I remember back in my day when I had worked for the Taco Bell and franchising, always enjoyed that. So I said, I've got to go out there and get myself a franchise. So that's what I did. I got connected with uh, a couple of great franchise consultants and they helped me find the franchise that was right for me. 
where I ran that one for a while, but I really enjoyed what they did as franchise consultants. So after running my franchise for a while, I sold that off and became a franchise consultant. And that was about 10 years ago. I haven't looked back since. It's been a lot of fun. And would you please quickly uh, explain a bit about what a franchise is and uh, for those who don't know about this option of making money and uh, how is it different from starting a business of uh, of their own? So, yeah. Great question, Eden. You can start a business of your own. You do that. You've got something that you know that people want, uh, and you can offer that to them. You can start it all by yourself. You generally don't have somebody that's going to help you out. You're on your own doing it, so you've got to figure everything out, which is good. Good and bad points about that. It's all yours. You keep all the money, but you've got to go through all of that work yourself to build that business up. When you get into a franchise, franchise is going to be a little bit different. There's going to be a franchise fee, a one-time franchise fee, generally around $50,000. There's going to be royalties that you pay to keep that franchise going, and that's what keeps them in business, generally between 5 and 10%. So why you would look into a franchise rather than doing it yourself is that you want a team behind you that is going to help you grow that business. You don't have the latest, greatest idea, like I didn't, and you want somebody who's already have, they already have a proven method. And they've done it several times already to show that they can repeat that method with anybody, uh, almost within any city on that. And you want that team behind you. You want them to get you to where you want to be two to three years quicker than if you would have to do that yourself. And that's where the franchise comes in. That's what you're paying for with that franchise fee and the royalties is the processes and procedures that are already in place. They've already proven they worked. You've already got a good idea by talking with them. What's the potential for uh, making money on that? What the total investment is? And now you just follow their procedures and your chances of success are just that much greater. Yeah, that makes sense. Because uh, with lots of startups starting and failing every single day, it's like with franchise, we have that option to capitalize on somebody else's credibility, somebody else's business model. And the the chances to fail, they get just minimal. So this is a, a good point. Imagine a healing and coaching experience in the magical Bali, Indonesia. Light yoga, healthy foods, simple meditations, conscious living, inner healing, a ton of interesting activities, plus coaching sessions on creating your career success blueprint, mindset shifts, including your money mindset and peak performance. You would come back with fresh new confidence and positive power with your very own success blueprint to make a true difference at your work, impact the world around you and make much, much more money in your career. It's happening on various dates starting October this year and I would love for you to be a part of it. Visit my website www.authorhina.com to know more about this luxury retreat. You'd come back as a different person. I promise you that. And what kind of franchises are available in today's world? Like there are a lot of options. There must be a lot of options to choose from. Well, here in the United States, there's about 5,000 different options that you can choose from for franchising. Most people, when they think franchising, they think the restaurants. Here in the U.S., they think things like Chick-fil-A, like McDonald's, that sort of thing. The brick and mortar type franchises that everybody sees as they're driving around. Those are the franchises that pop into people's heads right away. That is the brick and mortar section. So you can get into, yeah, you can get into food, you can get into fitness, you can get into automotive, uh, you can get into massages, many different things in that. And then generally speaking here in the U.S., and 
probably throughout the world as well. That's about $250,000, $300,000 for a build-out on up from there. The other end of the spectrum that people don't know a lot about is the services industry. So with the brick and mortar, basically you build it and they will come. So yeah. the franchise is going to help you find a prime location. People drive by, people see your business, they stop in uh, to visit with you. With the services industry, your clients don't necessarily know you exist until they need you. So you need a great franchise system then to drive people to you when that need arises. So as the service industry goes, we're looking at anywhere from senior care, we're looking at tutoring, uh, we're looking at helping businesses develop themselves, uh, home improvement is a big one, anywhere from taking care of roofs, remodeling kitchens, uh, doing groundskeeping, uh, doing pest control. Uh, you've also got your sign companies on that one. Uh, you've got your business to business where you've got your corporate cleaning businesses as well, home residential cleaning, corporate cleaning. Uh, so there's many different industry, service industry yeah. franchises that you can get into. Just about any industry you can think of will have a, a franchise associated with it. And for the services industry, you're looking at here in the United States in way around $150,000 total investment, give or take. Uh, all you need is a small office. And if you get one where you work from home, it's probably going to be $100,000 or less. You just go out and visit with your clients rather than rather than they coming to visit with you. Right. There is not much awareness about it because you are talking about so many different options to choose from when it comes to uh, opting for a franchise. Most of the people, including me, thought that, uh, you know, there's only restaurant kind of thing, hotels kind of industry where people can take the franchise. So it's it's a brilliant thing that, you know, there are lots of service industries where people don't really need to make a lot of investments. Also, of course, I would come to that question as well about the corporate professionals, because as you know, that corporate professionals are busy with their jobs. They have limited time. They don't have that entrepreneurial mindset where they would be very comfortable in investing a lot of money or a lot of time or they would straight away leave their you know corporate job and jump into the uh, franchise business so what is the best option for them as you gave a big list of varieties like franchises to choose from just you know just about every franchise uh, in any industry that you can think of out there uh, has options uh, franchise options for passive and semi-passive opportunities on that so when i first was working in the, the corporate world I actually got bought, uh, you know, rental properties, which is something I did on the side. I also bought a dry cleaners with another engineer that we ran on the side as well. So I realized then that, you know, I could keep my corporate job and work on the side. So when I was looking into franchises, when I finally got into franchises, I left my corporate job and just did it full time. But I work with many people in the corporate world who do not want to leave their corporate jobs. They're looking to bring in a little extra money yeah. and that build their income so that they have that option eventually once they build that franchise up to leave their job if they want to and just do it full-time or keep it as just a semi-passive opportunity. So all of those, not all franchises, uh, quite uh, there's some franchises that require you to work them full-time, but there's many that don't require you to work it full-time. They have that model in place where they have a manager model. So what you'd be looking at as a corporate executive, getting into one of these franchises that are passive semi-passive. Um, and the definition we we say of semi-passive is you're looking at around 10 to 15 hours a week. So you're going to manage the manager and you're going to manage the profit and loss statements. And that's it. And there's quite a few franchises out there, just about there's some in every industry where you can do that, where you keep your corporate job and you just work it on the side. And there's probably maybe a handful of franchises where they actually have um, a business model where the franchise will actually run the business for you. And they charge around a 10% management fee or something like that. 
to do that. So there's a few of those where you can just be, you know, five, five hours a month. Many, many different semi-passive ones were 10 to 15 hours a week. You manage the manager, you manage the profit and loss statements. That's it. You've got other franchisees to talk to that have done that before in the past as well. So you can get a good feel for exactly how that works when you're keeping your full-time job. Right. So uh, I think that they can choose what is the best option for them based on their personality, based on what their goals are, how much money they would like to make, how much risk they would like to take. So it all depends on that. And once they get started, like they choose which franchise option they would like to go for. What is the procedure like? How how does it work? So first off, we got to find a franchise for my people. So what, what I do with my with my clients that we get together and the first phone call is generally they get to know me as much as possible. Ask me any questions about myself, my background, about franchising. Then I start asking them, we'll have another call. I'll have them fill out a questionnaire. We'll have another call and we'll start going through them. Like, where have you been? Where are you at now? Where do you want to be? Yeah. On that. So where have you been? I want to know what kind of background they have. What are they bringing to the table? I already talked to all the different franchises I work with, which, you know, I don't work with all 5,000. I work with probably just a few hundred of them. But I talk with them on a regular basis. So I know who they're looking for that will make a successful franchisee. So once, so that, I've got that part down. So the second part is what do my clients want in a franchise? So I can do the matchup between them. So whatever they're looking for. So where they've been, finding out what they bring to the table, what skill sets they have that the franchises are looking for, where you Right now, do you want to work at full-time? Do you want to work at semi-passive? It comes down to how much time and how much money do you want to put into that franchise system? What are, you, what are your goals on that part? And then where do you want to be five to 10 years from now? So then I got an idea of how to tailor and pick which franchises are going to fit their goals, their criteria, and the franchisors are looking for people just like them. Then I can do the matchup between them. So I'll come back to them, my clients with five to 10 different franchise opportunities that are looking for uh, to expand in that, their area. They know that the demographics in my client's area work for that franchise. And they're looking for people just like my client because they have the skill set that my franchisors are looking for. I then present those five to 10 different opportunities. We generally narrow that down to two. And then we start the franchise investigation process together. And I take my people from start to finish, finding the franchise for them and going through the franchise investigation process all the way to the end to whether when they get to the point to decide if franchising is right for them to begin with, and mm-hmm. if it is, which franchise is right for them, uh, we'll find all that out. That's a wonderful way of going ahead with it, where we don't really need to research all that. We just need to know what we want. And then rest of the work is done by uh, people like you who are who are uh, offering and contributing in the franchise industry. That's brilliant. Greg, and after that, like, what are the investments involved in the whole process? First of all, when you start talking with me, there's no investment in me. So my, my services are free to uh, my clients. Okay. On that. The franchisors pay me a referral fee if you decide to get involved in one of the franchises I introduce you to. So no investment at that point and no money changes hands. You don't sign anything until you've gone through the entire franchise investigation process. The total investment on the franchise is going to vary depending on which franchise you get into. So as I indicated before, generally speaking, the franchise fee is going to be around $50,000, give or take. I think there's low as you know, 20000 and they're as high as 70000 But generally speaking, the investment's going to be $50,000 uh, for the franchise fee. Now, after that, we're looking at the total investment. Now, the total investment's going to vary a little bit depending on what type of franchise 
that my clients want to look at. So if you're looking at the service industry and if you're looking at something that where you work from home, you don't have a huge investment on that. There's not a lot of overhead. You don't need an office. You're working from home. So basically, you're going to be looking at the franchise fee and you're going to be looking at marketing and advertising. Yeah. And, that, and the franchisers are going to go over all the marketing and advertising. You never have to come up with that on your own. They'll have it for you and you just pay for it. So generally speaking, that's going to be under $100,000, between fifty dollars and $100,000 or something like that. And some of them are even lower than that. Uh, and that's a service industry. So, And then the service industry with small office, you're going to be looking at right around $150,000. Get the office, you get the lease, any equipment that you need. And then if you have a small office, generally speaking, you're probably going to have a couple employees. So the investment for a couple employees to get them trained, to get them going, that's going to be included in there as well. And then the, the most investment is going to be with your brick and mortar type franchises. So 250000 300000 on up for those. That's because you're going to have that build out that you're going to be doing inside of a building. So the restaurant's probably going to be a little bit more because now you've got your hoods, you've got maybe your seating on that, maybe 10 to 15 employees, uh, then fitness franchises. You've got your equipment that you need for the fitness. So we're going to be a little bit more of an investment on that one. Uh, same with massage, uh, automotive. Uh, services as well. You lease for that space, you sign the lease. So a little bit more expensive on those. And those can go up to, you know, a million dollars plus, just depending on what you're getting into on those. Yeah, that makes sense. And after this is done, like, you know, uh, the time commitments, you said that it's going to take about 15 hours in uh, in three months or something like that, right? It, it, it is not fixed time. You can always choose your options of uh, semi-passive and passive. And it also depends on the kind of expertise that you bring to the table where you know your interests, you know that what you are good at, and then you connect with the right kind of franchise where you have something to offer, right? And not just blindly to uh, to pick something which is not your cup of tea or where you don't bring in any kind of expertise into the game. So I think that's also important. So and yes, people like you are um, helping uh, the as we are talking about corporate professionals right now, you are there to help them out. And it's a free uh, kind of service. So definitely, they uh, can easily have more knowledge about it and awareness about it. Greg, as there are investments involved, and um, of course, corporate people, they might not be having that kind of money, like a lot of them would not be able to afford that kind of license fee and stuff like that. What do you suggest? Is it a good idea to take a loan and pay for the franchise? You know, it's a, it's interesting. Uh, I myself, I don't like going into debt. Uh, so mm-hmm. I did not go into debt getting my franchise. But a lot of my investors, they like using other people's money. For that. They don't want to use their own. Uh, so they do that. So a few different ways. If you're here in the U.S. on that, we have our IRAs, our 401ks. So what I did with my 401k since I had left my job about to, to start the franchise, I had a 401k. You can just do a self-directed 401k and do a 401k rollover so that you can use that 401k money, your retirement money, to invest in a franchise. That way it's tax-free. You just uh, create a corporation or the, the people that I have. And I have many people that and do funding for franchises on a regular basis. They'll create your corporation for you, get you started on that, get the 401k rollover. So now you're uh, you're using your own money. You're not going into debt. Yeah. So that's one way. Some people like it. Some people don't. It's more of a personal opinion on that. The other way here in the U.S. So we do is we have the SBA loans, the Small Business Administration loans, and we have term loans. And then you can do a home equity line of credit as well. SBA loans, quite a few of my people actually also go with uh the SBA loans, a lot of my investors will do that on there. And 
it's pretty simple to get an SBA loan. It just, just as you know, you're working with the banks and the government, it takes a little while, you know, six weeks or so to get it. But a lot of my folks, when they invest in their franchise, especially my corporate people, uh, really like going the, either the term loan route or the SBA loan route because uh, they're using somebody else's money. So they just had to make certain that the franchise itself and the profits from the franchise are going to service the debt. So that's mm. something we'll look into together to make certain that you're going to make the kind of money that's going to pay off that loan. Yeah. At the same time, it's, you're still going to have some net income coming in on cash like that. So two different ways. You can just not go into debt by using a 401k rollover, an IRA if you have that, uh, and using that money, no debt associated with it, or use other people's money, SBA loans, uh, term loans. We'll look at the uh, the different rates and do a comparison on those, or maybe a home equity line of credit as well. Uh, another way to go, but we'll look at the the rates on those and have great people that uh, basically they do franchise funding all the time. Funding a franchise is pretty easy mm-hmm. because the franchise has got a proven record of success. Banks love that. They they show that they've done it. They know how to pick out the right people so that the franchisees, their failure rate is very, very low. Success rates around 85, 90% or better. It just comes down to my client's uh, credit. Or as long as they have great credit, funding a franchise is very simple. Yeah, it may look like a difficult choice at once, like at, at first, but then it's going to be uh, profitable as uh, we don't have much of the risk involved because uh, the franchise are already established businesses. So it's uh, it makes sense. But then, of course, it takes a lot of courage and positive expectation to get into something like this, which is an, an unknown territory. It is. So it's a big, big fear to come over because it's something yeah. that, that people have never done before. Quite a few of my yeah. people have never looked into a franchise. Yeah. The last group of people I looked at, they didn't even they didn't even know a franchise consultant existed. And they all thought that only the only franchises that were out there were uh, restaurants, which was a huge investment. And they're like, I'm not touching that because, you know, I don't want to spend that kind of money. Right. But it's um, once you get into it and you realize that there you can spend less, it's still something that people have never done before. So there's still that fear factor to come over, something new and different. Uh, that they, uh, they're they just not used to. So we have to get them over that. The only way to get people over that is to educate them. And that's what I do is educate them about franchising. Now it may come down to the fact that even with all that education, they're like, no, not for me. After all, that's all right. You've got that option. You're thinking about it. So maybe in the future it is. But I educate people to make certain they get the information they need in order to make that informed decision one way or the other. Great. And I think that you are uh, educating people right now. And this is a good thing. Like, uh, you know, people are being educated about this option that they can always go for this one. And it's going to be a profitable choice over uh, starting their own business. Greg, would you like to talk a bit about your book, which is called Real Freedom, which is a very interesting topic? Well, thank you, Hina. Definitely so. Uh, Real Freedom, why franchises are worth considering and how they can be used for building wealth. That's basically a step-by-step guide of how to uh, how to work with me, how how we work together as well. But also, you can once you get through the book, you'll have a really good idea of what to look for in a franchise, how to investigate a franchise, yeah. and different types of franchises. We kind of hit on some of them, but as far as a franchise go, you can buy one territory, you can buy multiple territories, you can buy be a master franchiser. So we go over all that in the book as well. And also, if you are in another country and you want to come to the United States and you want to get a visa, an investor visa, I'll walk you through a chapter in that too. E2 visas, EB5 visas. We also have franchises that if you don't want to leave your country and you're not in the United States, 
where franchises will are looking to grow in your country as well, whatever you're into. But it's a great book, step-by-step guide to looking to do a franchise. And I have some real-world examples of people I work with and how I help them find the right franchise for themselves. Brilliant. Greg, how can people work with you? Uh, just pick up the phone and give me a call, 361-772-6401, or uh, reach out to me at greg at franchisemaven.com. That's franchisemaven, M-A-V as in Victor, E-N.com, or go to my website, franchisemaven.com. A lot of great information in there as well. Uh, just pick up the phone, give me a call anytime. I'm always here for you. Fabulous. And I'm going to include your contact information, your book information in the show notes section so that people can find you there, buy your book and uh, contact you for any advice on taking this option for franchise. So it's a great, great conversation. I learned a lot from you. It wasn't a topic that I was very familiar with, but then it was an eye opener for me. And of course, I believe that for my audience too. Thank you very much for your time today. And I really appreciate your presence on this show. Thank you for having me today, Hina. Uh, I greatly appreciate that. Thank you. In the world of limitless possibilities, seizing the right opportunities can make all the difference. Franchises have proven to be an incredible avenue for wealth building, offering a shortcut to success by leveraging the achievements of established businesses. Don't you think that this discussion with Greg Moore was an eye-opener for you? Connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know. That's it for this week. I'll see you next week. Love you guys and girls. Stay happy and safe. Thank you for tuning in. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and go to my website, authorhina.com for life and career changing tools and resources. Be sure to download and read my book, Secrets of the Six-Figure Employee with Zero Stress. It's available on Amazon.